Hi, and welcome to the Magical Soul Healing Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Mazzo. I'm known online as Jess the Empress. I started this podcast as a way to support people. I am very passionate about mental health, tarot, and astrology, and combining all those perspectives so that individuals can do better, so that they can improve their lives, improve their well-being, improve the quality of their day-to-day. And I'm bringing all of that passion onto this online space, onto this podcast. So I really hope that these episodes support you. I'm so excited to hang out. I'll see you soon in the episode and I'm sending you love. Hey, hi, hello. It's Jessica Mazzo, aka Jess the Empress. First, I want to thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate your listening, following, support, likes, feedback, all that good stuff. Honestly, if you weren't here, I wouldn't be doing this, so I'm glad that we can co-create together. Let's get into it. We're going to go over the full moon in Sagittarius, and our collective tarot card for this energy is Temperance. So the Astrological Association is Sag, and the tarot card is Temperance. For those of you off camera, go ahead and Google slash Pinterest the temperance tarot card and find an image that you feel like resonates with you. In the traditional deck, there's this like angel, actually it's a hermaphrodite, but um, it has two cups and there's water flowing between the two cups. It also has one foot on the land and one foot in the water. Behind it, there's this beautiful path going towards, um, looks like a sunset or sunrise and some mountains. So it's very like picturesque. It's a really sweet card. So how this relates to the energy of the full moon is to find balance. That is the biggest takeaway from this particular reading. And balance is something that you bring into your life. And I want to be clear about this. We have this BS social media fed perspective of what balance is. You know, you wake up at six in the morning, you drink your water, then you drink your coffee, then you journal, then you walk, then you ease your way into work and then it's seamless. And then you decompress with a nice dinner and like candles. Okay. But really, no, (laughs) like, I don't know. Anyone's life is like that. Um, I think that's all cool for likes and for inspiration, but in the day-to-day, it doesn't really work like that for like the majority of people. So what does balance look like in your own life? What do you need in order to have these moments of peace and feeling balanced internally? There are going to be times when there is so much outside of us that is just like complete chaos, complete fuckery. (laughs) We can't do anything about it, but we can feel balanced within even while all of that is going on. And right now is exactly that is achieving that balance. So part of this can be about celebration. Part of this can be about relaxing, having a gratitude list. And it doesn't have to be a long list. It can start, start with one thing, start with one thing, focus on that. And then go from there. If you're inspired to write more, Um, But the bullets I have, bullet points I have for the collective themes are what I've already said, 
part of that is creating personal balance and achieving small moments of peace. Again, don't let anybody on social media like distort your perspective of what it can be, of what peace can be, of what moments of balance can look and feel like for you. It's a unique journey. And I like the path on the temperance card because I think about everybody on their own path, right? I think about everybody having their own timelines and their own struggles and navigating life in their own way, really. And there's nobody that can bring you balance. There's nobody that can bring you peace. Now, people can certainly disrupt it, <laughs> but nobody can accomplish that for you in your life. And if you need to say no to people, obviously the people that are disrupting your peace and balance, say no to them. Feel feel the discomfort, but at the same time, see if you can open up into that greater sense of okayness because we can be uncomfortable and okay simultaneously. And I also feel like that is a big invitation from Sagittarius, from the temperance card. Because with Sagittarius, you have this shooting for the best case scenario and looking at like having a very optimistic perspective for the long view. And that's a learned skill because sometimes we can get so caught up in the now moment. We think it's always going to be like this. Everything is bad, right? We can trip ourselves out that way. But the temperance card Sagittarius asks us to say, okay, but I am uncomfortable in this moment and this isn't going to last forever. And these are words that we can say to ourselves. These are mindset shifts that we can continue to reinforce, even when it's challenging. So a balance of pleasure and work is absolutely necessary for the full moon in Sagittarius. And pleasure looks like whatever that is for you, whatever you can afford, whatever, you know, within your time frame, all that stuff. Um, exercising discipline to stick to goals and to say no. One of the shadow aspects of the temperance card or one of the not so best parts of temperance and Sagittarius is that it can get swept away. And as fun as it is to get swept away, there are consequences that come from not putting down boundaries and sticking to them. And those consequences tend to be more negative than positive. And we definitely want to make sure that it's not to our detriment. So get an idea of what you know, how much time you actually have, how much money you actually have. And this can help you get creative as well if you have a limited budget or a limited time frame. Um, but you want to exercise discipline. You want to stay focused on your goals. You want to take aligned action. So again, getting clear on your values, on what's important to you. When you That's step one. Step two is then working within those parameters, right? So if your goal is to save money, it doesn't make sense to go out and and pay for drinks. What might make more sense is to pull a little bit out of your account, go buy a little setup, you know, some cute drink essentials, whatever those might be for you, um, and then just do it at home, you know, but then take those 15 minutes to just really enjoy. Enjoy the process of making the drink. Enjoy the process of sitting outside and sipping it. You know what I mean? Like, Again, working within your element is going to be so important. And that's the wisdom of Sagittarius. That's what makes Sagittarius so fun to be around is because they can bring that. I find it's like a very, it is very optimistic, as I mentioned, but it's also just like fun and playful. And it's 
childlike, but it's also it also does have a maturity to it. So I think that's the balance. I think that's the, the really unique part of the Sag vibe, right? So um, just embrace that. Embrace that for yourself. Um, and like I mentioned, maintaining an optimistic perspective of the long term and a way to help yourself through that is to, again, reinforce that things don't last for forever and give yourself permission to play in your ideal scenario. And what I mean by that is allow your imagination to take over. Really allow yourself to dream, to envision, to be immersed in how you would go through the, uh, a day where things are great, right? Where this problem has been taken care of. And if you woke up and you knew that problems didn't exist, how would you know? What would you be thinking, doing, feeling? Who would you be talking to? Who wouldn't you be talking to? That allows you, and it's not dissociating. I know that some people could say that, but when you are consciously daydreaming, you're not dissociating. Um, <laughs> dissociating, it tends to be when you're doing it mindlessly. Um, and we want to make sure that we obviously have a balance where we're not doing that all the time. But this is with the intention of saying, hey, I'm allowed to dream. I'm going to exercise my envisioning. I'm going to exercise my imagination. I'm going to let myself play for, again, 10, 15 minutes and just feel into this, even if it's not happening right now and everything around me is like such a bummer. Um, it can be really motivating and it also helps with just relieving the stress instead of having to sit in it 24-7, especially if what you're going through is really challenging. Um, but having an imagination is a really powerful and unique thing that we have as humans. And it's really important that we utilize it instead of just letting it, you know, kind of melt away. Uh, so think about it as an exercise, a mind exercise, right? Be intentional. Um, so yeah, that is the collective messages. So I'm going to pull some tarot cards for all of the elements. So we're going to do earth, wire, earth, water, fire, air. And I also have the universe has your back oracle cards. And I just thought it would be cute to add those. So let's get into it. Earth signs. What do you need to know for the full moon in Sagittarius? We're going to do two tarot cards and an oracle card. I'm going to start with the oracle. So I find a deeper meaning and personal growth amidst the discomfort. Oh my God, did I not already say that? I love it. Amid the discomfort. So your tarot cards are the Hierophant and the Knight of Pentacles. For you, earth signs, it is going to be important that you work within your personal limits, time constraints, energy levels. It can be really easy to get swept away, but exercising discipline is going to be the best thing you can do for yourself. And I also would love if you reflected on times where you have exercised discipline and it worked out to your advantage. Can you remember a time that that has happened? If yes, sit in that for a little bit and, and let that sustain you as you admit to yourself you're feeling uncomfortable. There's nothing wrong with feeling uncomfortable. We all feel uncomfortable. And there are things you can do to comfort yourself. I would say more of like self-soothe as opposed to 
suppressing the discomfort and acting like it's not there. The Hierophant is suggesting that you really acknowledge the fact that you have some choices to make and they're not easy, but you can do hard things. You have an ability to be disciplined and coming up with a plan of action is going to be important. So go back to what I was saying before, get really clear on your values, get really clear with what's important for you. And you know what? If other people don't get it, they don't get it. You need to put people in your corner that are going to uplift you, that are going to support that vision, that are going to keep you on track, okay? The Hierophant, the number five, again, talking about discomfort. Number fives are often very uncomfortable, but they bring us to a greater sense of who we are, our core self, and I think this is where you're at. You know, like, I love the idea that full moons should always be, like, fun and exciting and blah, 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 but you know, we know that's not always the case, especially if you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm going to talk about the, the shitty parts of life, the things that I feel, um, as I go through my own experiences, you know? All right. So we have, I surrender to a greater power than me. This is for water signs. Now this is going to be dependent on what you believe. That power could be your higher self, it could be the universe, whatever name you want to give it. It could also be the unknown. You don't even have to really label it. It could just be that there is an energetic force field that you are like just letting go, right? And you're releasing control. That is the underlining message. I feel like when you do this, you are allowing yourself to be supported, and support can come in many ways, but if you let go of control, if you focus on what you can control, you create a greater sense of balance. You create a greater sense of ease within your mind, within your body, within your emotions. All of this is important. And when you're at ease, you're going to, again, feel better, better to do your tasks. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easier but you might find that you have more stamina or resources to complete the things that are in front of you. Your tarot cards are the King of Cups and the Six of Pentacles. So, yeah, getting support is going to be important. If there are things that you can't control or that you can't manage, but you know that other people can, it might be wise to invest in getting more hands on deck. With the King of Cups, I think it is going to be really important for you to use that space of imagination and to dream about what life could be like if you didn't have such a firm grasp on everything. And I think when we're initiated into that idea we can get really freaked out because we think if I don't control everything, then nothing's going to get done. It's going to go horribly wrong. But do you know that to be true? Is that a fact? Or is that just something your mind is telling you? Um, you know, because our imagination can go in a lot of directions. It doesn't have to just be this like dreamy, like, oh, things are going to be great. It can also play out the worst case scenario. So again, for you, water signs, finding that balance is going to be important. Um, and just touching in on the ground and saying, well, here's what I can control. I can control it, whether or not I focus on the best case happening. 
I can focus on the reality of what is in front of me. I can focus on the fact that, yeah, I'm a little bit uncomfortable, but that I also know things can work out. Things can work out statement, right? Uh, and, and you don't need to know how. You don't have to control every aspect in order for things to work out. And this, to me, feels much more like an open hand where you can receive what it is that you're wanting as opposed to the closed fist trying to control. So interesting message coming through for fire. I mean, water signs. <laughs> fire signs are up next, so this is what we're getting into. Okay, fire signs. What is your universe has your back oracle card? All right, so fire signs. We have my outer experiences are a reflection of my internal condition. There's a caveat here. I would be regretful if I didn't say that this isn't always the case. Like if you meet an asshole, it doesn't mean you're an asshole or there's like something deep inside of you you need to dig up about where you're being an asshole. Like it's not always the case. Sometimes we're going to meet shitty people. Sometimes we're going to have, we're going to walk into like really crappy conditions and like that is what it is, right? There's nothing that we need to do or analyze other than just we need to recognize like, all right, it's one of those situations playing out. But let's see what's going on here. You have, we have, fire signs, Queen of Cups and the Two of Swords. <laughs> well, it does look like it will be important for us to feel our feelings, um, and acknowledge what is going on. Speaking of reflections, with the Two of Swords, she's like not trying to reflect. Um, but I feel like we're going to get a lot of messages, even the sensations of discomfort, of overwhelm, of feeling numb, are signals to reflect on our internal condition and really what's going on in our mind, where are we holding tension, what are the underlining beliefs that we have about certain things, people, our capabilities. If we look at how we're acting externally, that really can help us understand how we might be feeling internally. They are connected in a way. In psychology, you know, if you have a belief that you're not good enough, you're going to act that way. If you have a belief that you are good enough, you're going to act that way. So the, the, the behavior, it branches off and manifests differently depending on the core belief of the person. And this is why we want to reflect on ourselves and we want to reflect on our core beliefs and we want to make sure they are true and we actually want them in our system. We all hold on to things that are not true. It's just a part of human nature. It's a part of having a mind that can be conditioned. No big deal. But we want to make sure we clean out the cobwebs. And I feel like that's the two of swords here. And even more so, there's a balance that can be had. There's inner peace that can be had. So fire signs, if you're walking around agitated, I think too with the Sagittarius energy, um, this isn't to say that Sagittarius agitates fire. Um, excuse me. Yeah, this isn't to say that Sagittarius itself agitates fire. It's just like when fire signs get around other fire signs, there can be like a combusting type of vibe, which isn't, again, it's not bad as long as it's maintained and you're aware of it. But my whole point is under the full moon in Sagittarius, fire signs might feel a slight agitation because Sagittarius is also a fire sign. So you want to look at any underlining feelings that you've got towards 
whatever it is in your life. And you want to make sure that you're taking accountability. That's another part of Sagittarius energy. You know, wise and mature people take accountability. When you have, when you take responsibility, it's beautiful because then you can create a court, a plan of action. And with a plan of action, you get to do whatever you want. You get to incorporate fun in that plan of action. Nobody is saying that you can't. So if you're kind of looking at this like a burden, I get it. You're allowed to feel like overwhelmed. You're allowed to feel frustrated, agitated, moody, whatever. It's also just really important that you don't push that out onto other people, onto how you behave. So don't let your feelings dictate your behavior. Get really clear on what you want to be thinking and feeling and do your best to shift into that fire signs. Um, so yeah, we're going to close out with air signs. Let's see what's going on with air. Okay. Got the two tarot cards. Now we're doing oracle cards. Okay, that one. Air signs. Here we go. Happiness is my birthright. Ooh, I love this. Okay, so air signs. Go out and have some fun. That balance between pleasure and work. Obviously, like I mentioned, work within your limits. So even if, look, look, even if going out is like going to a park, you know, putting a, putting a little wine in a cup, you know what I'm saying, walking around a little bit, you know, go for it. Like have a little fun, you know. Um, don't be so serious. Don't be so serious. Four of pentacles. Nope. It's not the four of pentacles, Jess. It is the four of wands. It is the four of wands and the two of pentacles. These are your tarot cards. Traditionally, the four of wands is like the happiness card. It's not always that association, but a lot of times it can show up that way. So that's a really cute. Uh, but you want to work within, again, your limits, your boundaries. The number four is all about boundaries. When you do that, you are making yourself happy. You are prioritizing what is important to you. Prioritize your happiness. You know, if you don't, who else is going to legit? Like who else is going to look at you, me, anybody, right? And be like, I just want to make you happy. No, most people are like, you know, not about that. So you need to put yourself first. You need to focus on your happiness. No, this is not selfish. This is about bringing inner peace to yourself. So don't overextend yourself in the process of trying to make yourself happy. That's a pretty big message for air signs. I'm going to say it again. Don't overextend yourself in the process of trying to make yourself happy, right? So I feel like what's happening for air signs too during the Sag moon is that your idea, your, your vision of happiness is getting reshaped. You might not need all the things that you think you do right now in order to be happy. I think it's going to come in much, in, in, in the same levels of satisfaction, but just smaller ways or different ways, again, than what you might be attached to. So uh, on theme is to go back and look at what you value. Clean it up. You know, if, you, if you're valuing some things, that really don't make you happier, that cause you more stress, or that really kind of take you out of alignment, drop them from your list of things that you should care about, you know? Drop them from the list of that's the direction you need to take. Um, 
and don't be afraid to switch it up and do, yeah, do what, do what lights you up, boo. Cool. We're wrapped. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Again, I just want to say that and I really appreciate you. I will be talking to all of you soon in another episode. And until then, I'm sending you love. Okay. Bye.